think Alvin Kamara is swaggerjacking you though? Because he's got some nice mouthpieces too. Boy, he got grill. Let me see your grill. What? What? Your grill? What? What? Your grill? Paul Wall grills. That's that's Bro. not that's not mouthpiece. That's that's real deal, Holyfield. No, that's, that's real. That's a real mouthpiece. Like <laughs> that's that's you feel me. That's flawless diamonds dancing. Wait, that's so, what I'm are those Jeez. those are real diamonds when he's wearing them during flawless. a game? Flawless. That's not a mouthpiece. That's him. Oh my god, yeah, that's, sick! That's, that's amazing. That's custom teeth mold. You'll see the boy just. <laughs> He's okay, wearing Invisalign. Like, he's wearing Invisalign. Boy, don't never smile like that. Don't, don't never, boy, don't never smile like that except to show you the flawless VVs. <laughs> um, Mark, you'll never see AK smile like that. What's up, good sir? Hello, hello. Happy Thursday. Uh, why? Thank you. You watching any uh, Thursday night football? I um, I couldn't name. Uh, any of these quarterbacks other than Joe Flacco. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of a weird situation. I feel like Thursday night games just kind of suck sometimes. For real. But at the end of the day, football's football, and I'd much rather have Thursday night football than, I guess, no football, right? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, yeah, man. Uh, this entire game has been riddled with more injuries. Uh, looked like Sam Darnold may have been knocked out. He ended up coming back, but that hit he took landing on his shoulder looked pretty bad. So, is that like a lack of training camps and st- like why? Is, or does this happen every year and we just forget every year? <laughs> I think this is a lot worse than other years. Um, I don't know if you saw what Raheem Mostert posted on Twitter this evening. But he was no. pretty mad at like the NFL in general about this this venue um, and the turf. Uh, so I, I don't I don't know. I, I I think there's a lot of energy around just turf sucking versus natural grass. Turf's typically the issues with these guys with like ankles and knees. At least my understanding of it. So I don't know. Maybe they've got a. Uh, a bone to pick there. Well, okay. Well, and then sometimes you just get COVID, and that's going to be part of tonight's podcast, right? <laughs> Your keeper is yeah. on a team that got COVID. Yeah. Or someone got COVID. That's not good. He did really well last week, too. That's all right. Yeah, that's a crazy situation. I mean, I don't remember the last time an NFL game was – postponed for anything maybe nine i don't know nine eleven. oh when was this that was in september yeah football would be yeah. on so maybe around nine eleven. you know 10 years ago or something but or jesus 20 years ago um i don't remember a game ever being postponed uh, and then i love they keep emphasizing and maybe i'm sipping on people's toes but like I just don't understand the coaches and the masks and the fines thing they're just like these coaches aren't wearing their masks on the sideline and as if like that's where covid came from like sweaty players 50 of them running around a field touching each other and coughing and attacking high-fiving each other on the bench and they're just like that kyle shanahan's not wearing a mask and you're just like really that like the guy who was tested he's tested every week he's on the sideline with the play that's what we're focused on like come on 
I know. I mean, I, I think, you know, people should certainly wear yeah, masks, Shannon, but I agree with that. Public, I mean, I even saw... Like, he's with the guys yeah. he every freaking day. <laughs> right, and they're, like, basically yeah. spitting on each other. <laughs> I saw a couple guys, like, assistant coaches not wearing masks or, like, pull them down to talk, and why aren't those guys getting fined? I, it, it's funny, I saw an article that said, like, hey, this is the reason the NFL is finding coaches not wearing masks, and I didn't click on it. I probably should have to like, get some insight to That's why true. they're Maybe actually finding them. But yeah, I agree. It doesn't, make, it doesn't make sense to me. I think it's almost like a, like they're in everyone's faces, the camera's on them They're all just the time. being a bad like, example to me. That's, pro- That's probably gotcha. what the NFL's thinking. Matt Dolan's going to go run around without yeah. a mask and get a bunch of people sick. Yeah. Oh, well. I don't know. It's a sensitive <laughs> subject. Oh, man. It certainly is. Uh, I think you and I are on the same page here. I don't know if the rest of America is, but uh, we're both we're both curious as to what the NFL is is uh, yeah. is doing here. So, so money. If we, we all agreed, <laughs> right? I mean, if everything gets shut down, if this just tumbles, I keep the booty. I believe you keep the booty and you also get the junk. So you're really excited about that. Because it's more, you're the commissioner. I don't think I should <laughs> no keep way. it anymore. <laughs> you keep it safe. I don't want you to have to ship it. And then I just have to ship it back to you. Uh, dude, I'm just sending it. Well, I'm not losing. I'm sending it directly to Jake. I'm sending it to the <laughs> hospital he works at. So we're going to get to, uh, and we got we got games to talk about. But on the, the topic of what's going on right here, let's just say COVID keeps doing this thing with the NFL and the NFL is just like, you know what, bag it, which I got to say, I don't think is going to happen. Yeah. That's just like. There's like a zero percent chance okay. of that, man. But if There's it no does shot. happen and if it happens yeah. before week six, I get to keep the booty. If it happens after week six, whoever's got the best record gets it. So that actually makes my game versus Dan this week, he and I are at number one and number two, a crazy important game Ooh. if the season's going to get shut down. Does that make sense? It does. I didn't even consider that. And we're already at week four. Yeah. So we're getting so down to the I wire gotta beat Dan. We'll, we'll talk about that game. Um, spoiler alert. I don't think I'm going to beat Dan. Uh, <laughs> so... Uh, let's talk about uh, week three. I'd like to point out when you and I talked, I think I got four and a half out of five matchups right. And that seems weird. Four and a half. Ooh. I got all sure of them does. right except the one that was Gabe versus Jake. I said it was going to be a stinker and both teams were going to suck. Turns out I was totally right. Jake's team got like 60 points. But Gabe got like 120. So I got the Gabe part wrong. But I think I predicted I predicted the Doubled winner right in every other matchup. So there we go. So Gabe is the only one to disrupt what I had going on. Screw you, Gabe. Well, I mean, Jake put up 62.18 <laughs> points. That's got a, That's a low probably on the season. Right, uh, right. Sixty-two man. in our new scoring system, where quarterbacks get more points, and we have an extra flex. If you're not over a hundred and five, like something yeah. happened. Sixty-two. 
Like, I don't know if I need. Let's see. Let's dig into the data. Oh, you know what happened? To Jake's credit, he should probably have another 10 or 12 points from DJ Chark, <laughs> who didn't play. So it puts him around like the high 70s. But even then, man, you're 30 off the pace. Malcolm Brown had 1.9 points. Leonard Fournette had 2.2 points. Deion Lewis, oh my God. He had less than five points from three Combined. There we go. Yeah, one point for Deion Lewis, 1.9 points for Malcolm Brown, 2.2 points for Leonard Fournette. What is that? Two, three, four. 5.1 5.1 points between three running backs. Jake, get, get your stuff together. Dude. Well, that, get your stuff that's together, the story. It's, we're at week four. You got to step it up, buddy. And then Harrison Butker didn't do him any favors. Three points. I mean, he had five guys, and he got a total of eight points. I mean, I'm not surprised looking all at right. the data. Uh, well, that was a rough <laughs> last week. Uh, what, two weeks ago was all about injuries. Uh I guess the injuries yep. happened two weeks ago. Last week, we all had to deal with them. Uh, and now this week is the COVID week we get to deal with with postponed games. So, mm, I'm just super stoked. Football is crazy, and I accept it. All right, you ready to talk about predictions, man? I want your thoughts on these games. Let, let's get into it. I mean, I will just say, um, right before we kick things off, uh, Darnold just threw a beautiful pass to Jamison Crowder, who's got uh, Dan 9.1 points. So as a late um, uh, placement into the lineup, he's doing okay. I'm sure we'll talk a little bit about this matchup. That but, uh, is just fabulous. Call that out. I, I've been watching a little bit, and I see my man Jerry Judy, who's sitting on my bench. He's got 12 points, so bummer. Yeah, Rookies. he's got to prove himself before I start starting that guy. But we'll get there. We'll get there. All right. First game. First game we're jumping into. Tommy versus Gabe. Tommy's one and two. Gabe is two and one. Last week, Tommy had a huge win. Um, He ended up setting a new NFFL record. Of course, we'll have some sort of asterisk or new record system with our new scoring. Um, So he not only set the highest score we've ever had, he also beat his firefighter buddy by like at 80 to 90 points. So, damn is damn. right. 172.9 to 87.6. That, is, I'm not great at math. I'm going to say beat him by 100. There we go. Um, He almost, yeah, he doubled him up there too. I, I We never got to hear if there was any sort of uh, extra wager um, but I'm sure, you know, something happened in the bunks that night. <laughs> well, Tommy's team is pretty legit, and you wouldn't be surprised to hear that uh, the rankings of his players climbed a lot after that week. Um, he has one, two, three, four, five, holy crap, six players in the top ten. That is counting a defense. Uh, six top ten players. That is amazing, dude. And then wow. two more who are at 14 and 16. Like, Tommy's team is freaking stacked. But if you remember, I also mentioned Gabe's team was kicking some serious butt last week. Um, he's coming off a win. I don't see anybody on Gabe's roster that is postponed. That's going to show up later in this freaking podcast. Um, and he's got way better matchups than Tommy. Um, 
But here's the thing. Tommy has Patrick Mahomes, and Gabe has uh, sat Carson Wentz in order to pick up number 20 Just quarterback in the league, Matthew Stafford. So, good luck. I don't know. Stafford's playing New Orleans. Oh, like, Stafford could go big. Yep. <clears throat> Should be a shootout. So could be I, a shootout. Gabe, are you streaming quarterbacks at this point? When you got Carson Wentz as your number one quarterback, that may yeah. be the, the situation so, you're in. Looking at the two teams, um, Gabe's got the better matchup. I think Tommy has the slightly better team. Um, I'm going to say Tommy begins his climb. You and Matt DeFrancisco were predicting that he'd have a top team. I think he clearly now has a really good team, even though he started off 0-2. Tommy wins by 10-plus points over Gabe. Gabe, prove me wrong again. Now, one question I have for you about Gabe's team. Justin Jefferson. Did you see this guy go off last, last week? You were high on him, I think. Rookie. You've been talking about him a little he, bit. Yeah, I've been talking about him. He had 23 points, 175 yards, and a TD in his rookie season, third game ever playing in the league. Um I'm kind of surprised Ooh, he's not take. starting him. Is it scary to trust somebody from Minnesota? I mean, yeah. I don't trust anyone from Minnesota. But they are playing the Texans, and the Texans haven't done much this year. Boomer, boomer bust. I'm saying boomer bust. Know. And you know what, Food Gabe? For take thought. the guy's advice. I, if you're going to beat Tommy, you need to get lucky. Start Justin Jefferson. Just do it. Also, trade me David Johnson. I've tried to trade you multiple times for him. Just give him to me. I think I think Gabe's going with the quarterback to wide receiver hookup. He's he's banking on a high scoring game, and he's expecting Matt Stafford to throw all of the touchdown passes to Marvin Jones. Yeah, more like I think that's the play here. Action. All right. Well, who do we got next up on our lineup, dude? I'm looking at Alex and Jake. Um, you know, out of respect to these guys, I'll, I'll talk about it. But there's another part of me that doesn't even want to talk about it because I can just tell you who's going to win, and it's not even going to be close. <laughs> this sucks oh, for one of them. And uh, maybe you can all guess who that is. So let's let's start with Alex because that's that's the pleasant side. Uh, I still like Lamar Jackson. I know he got crapped on last week, but dude, the guy. He looks yeah, bad. Well, he gets he to play bad. the Washington R words now, so he'll make up for it. Um, he has got Zeke, number five running back, playing against Cleveland. He has got such good matchups. You know how ESPN like, puts him in green if it's a good matchup? One, two, three, four, dude, five, I love six, that. seven green matchups, if that means something. So- so oh satisfying. Goodness. His matchups look so good right now. I'm a, I'm loving it for him. Um, I think his team, Alex's team, doesn't score the highest of the whole league, but it's one of those that's going to put up somewhere in the you know 110, 120 range, which makes you very competitive. And when your what your competition is, uh, Kirsten Garn's ex husband. Jake Wolf and uh, 
you currently have zero green matchups. I'm looking at him. He's got zero green matchups. Oh, no. And he has one, two, three, four, five, six red matchups. <laughs> What's the other one? Yeah, he's got a, a few gray, gray. One. It looks pretty freaking bad. Nobody last week produced for him. Cam was a dud. The matchups are really bad. Like, Jake, I don't know what happened. We all know Saquon got hurt. Um, but what's going on with your team right now? Like, I actually don't know. Any takes, Vince, on this kid? Oh, man. I mean, the one thing I'll say about Alex's team first is that Todd Gurley still sucks. And then in terms of Jake's team, uh, I think he's got a real problem at running back. Like, who do you start? Leonard Fournette or Ronald uh, Jones? Yep, that's I, messy. I have he's no also idea. starting Adrian Peterson, which less than 50% of ESPN fantasy football players even have rostered. Wow, what year is this? <laughs> so, Jake. I think Jake's Jake, just mailing it in. I think he wants if you're the jump by trophy. San Francisco, Vince could hand it off to you. Yeah, man, just come grab it. We can save the entire league a little bit of cash. Matt will actually refund everyone uh, the the shipping. Okay, fee. I have another question. I got another. Yeah, everybody <laughs> will get a little percentage. Um, a dollar fifty. <laughs> so, my man, uh, my man Saquon Barkley. Just, uh, I'm the idiot talking on a football podcast and needing to confirm this. He. He's out for oh the Broncos oh. just threw a pick oh. six. Sorry, wow. Oh, no. I I have several neighbors who I'll be able to hear cussing. Uh. Um, Saquon is out for the year, right? Done for the year. He's done now. Jake is holding on to him, and there's only one reason. One, well, now there's two reasons. Uh, one, he doesn't know he's out for the year. Two, he's holding him to keep him as a keeper. <laughs> Do you bench him the rest of the season, keeping up, taking up a roster spot, just so you can keep him the following year? And even then, there's a lot of questions around, like, hey, yeah. does he rebound? Is he good as he was this, you know, gonna this year, last year? Um, I mean, there's no shot next year he doesn't go in the top, you know, five picks, right, in any ESPN league. But I think it's tough to have to carry this guy for, you know, a 10, 12-week season when you know you can't use him. He's just taking up a roster spot. Um, but then I'm looking at his team. I was like, doing who the else same would thing. he keep? Adam... When did I... he get yeah, Travis Kelsey? Kelsey. Second round. So you get him in the first, which is crazy. Not super uh, crazy, but no, kind of crazy. No, him in the second. Right. Yeah. I thought, it, I thought it went up one year. Three. One round. And then the first year you're not it doesn't okay. go up when you keep them the first time. If you keep them again, it goes up. We'll have to break that down during the offseason for you. Okay. Guys. All right. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that's my problem. Uh, okay. So my my prediction. <laughs> um, okay, I got a number in my head right now. Vince, can you get within five points of it? Go for it. Alex is wow, my number was 24. Vince, that is impressive. You got it. Yep, Alex is going to 
Rack. I mean, I think it's going to be a bloodbath. <laughs> 24 or 27 is even generous. Oh, oh sorry, man. Jake. What do they say? Mistake. Is that their thing? Mistake. Uh huh. Okay, Vince, we're talking about you next. You are two right. and one. Lay it on me. Two wins. You're playing Matt D. Francisco. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm pretty you? good about myself. You're getting pretty cocky. Let's talk about you, man. You've got some decent matchups. Miles Sanders is questionable. Odell is questionable. Terry McLaurin is questionable. Chris Godwin is doubtful. Phil Lindsay is out. Carlos Hyde is questionable. Your team's kind of banged up, bud. They're a little banged up, but most of the guys you mentioned oh, are on my 50% bench. 50% of them. Um, well, there's a number of people on the bench. Okay, six, you got six so, uh... questionables in your starting lineup. Couple of them with tough uh, matchups, like Miles Sanders having to go to San Francisco to get the crap kicked out of him by our second string defense. He's going to run all over the San Francisco on Sunday, defense. On Sunday night, I'm not worried. Sunday night football under the lights. Miles Sanders is going to have a buck twenty five right. and two TDs. Turns out Miles okay. Sanders probably won't be the difference maker here. You've got this guy named Alvin Camara, and uh, Camara really Sintra. good. He is the number one running back. My guess is he's probably the number one flex. And yeah, yeah, he is crazy. He is he's crazy. incredible and. Uh, yeah, just watch him in the third or fourth quarter. He's just going to get so many freaking points. The game starts at 10 o'clock your time out west, so you know make sure you're watching by noon so you can see him just go off. He is out of control, and oh, uh, yeah. dang it, you got lucky to get him. Well, you know what's kind of crazy? There's two things that are crazy about this. One, I'm absolutely lucky because if we didn't have um, keepers – I certainly wouldn't have taken him first overall. Probably would have talked Chris McCaffrey or Saquon. Maybe Alvin Kamara's third, right? So definitely got lucky there. Uh, the second, and this has been widely talked about in the league, not our league, the NFL, is that Drew Brees can no longer throw the long ball. So all these dink and dunk passes that Tom Brady has kind of made really, really sexy is super beneficial to me. Uh, because instead of handing it off, he can easily run a little out, get the ball, run it for 30 yards. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. yeah his ability to like just – I don't even want to say break tackles. I'm going to say bounce off of tackles is so amazing. It's like bing, bing, and he's like yeah. a ping pong ball – or ping pong, uh, pinball just bouncing off of stuff. It's yeah. – oh, damn you. He is He is saving your team because – it did look questionable at the beginning for you. It certainly did. Um, I'm expecting big game from Deshaun Watson. Uh, he really needs to turn around both his season and uh, the, the Texans season. They don't have a win yet. And then probably my gem, if we're talking about guys that I found on the waiver wire, mm. James Robinson, starting running back out of Jacksonville, man. This guy is on a tear, rookie, mind you, undrafted. And this is going to pain Alex. Alex picked him up September 7th, dropped him three days later. He's been my flex Dang. ever since. Compliments. Oof. Did you start him last week? 
Jeez, I started last like week. 25 points. That's incredible. Hey, compliments to yeah, you. Yeah, really this liking that. Undrafted guy is the number six running back in the league now. That's a the gem. The gem can make the biggest difference. Remember that in the old NCAA video game? You find the, find the gem and you're just like, oh, yes. yes. All right, but hey, hey, it's not all about you. We got Matt Francisco, and his team has got some great matchups. Aaron Rodgers, who turns out can still play football because he's super pissed off because that love kid is backing him up, is playing <laughs> Atlanta. And I don't know if you know this about Atlanta. Atlanta starts seven people at defense. They don't even start safeties or corners. It's amazing. And so quarterbacks beat the <laughs> shit out of Atlanta, like really bad, every week. Atlanta just gives up points constantly. So Aaron Rodgers is going to go freaking ham and climb the quarterback ranks. And that's good news for Matt DeFrancisco. Um, the part that I find exciting is he's starting the Saints defense. And last week, the Saints defense got negative three points. So we'll see what happens there. Yeah, I mean, I think that game's, like we've talked about, is going to be a shootout. It probably wouldn't be my choice, but, uh, you know. Who knows? Uh, I agree on the Aaron Rodgers thing. I think he's pissed off beyond belief. He's pissed off for greatness. So uh, I always hate these Monday night games. You know, you kind of dread it. You know, you hope you know you hope you have a good Monday, and then you have to watch football, and and your team you're playing's got a guy going. He's gonna have two. Uh, yeah, it doesn't make for a great a great Monday night it football does, watching it does experience. Up okay, and here's the other thing. He's got Michael Thomas, and if Michael Thomas starts playing. Michael Thomas heats up, gets things going. And I'm going to say it. I mean, Kamara, you got the best running back. But when you say he's got Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, he picked up Mike Davis, son of a B, uh, Kareem Hunt. Like, I really, really like his running back situation. So I think this is a game, Vince, between you and Matt. I really do. I don't think uh, I'm not as comfortable picking a winner. So who do you think's going to win? Hmm. I mean, first off, the Panthers are playing the Cardinals, and the Cardinals are legit. They could easily win the NFC West. Uh, I think they shut down Mike Davis. I'm not scared of Cream Hunt at all. Nick Chubb's still the workhorse there, and Cream Hunt likes to hit people, so not a fan of his. Uh, but you're right on Michael Thomas, right? He's easily, you know, the best or second best wideout, maybe behind. Um, Oh, God, I'm forgetting his name. He was on the Texans. He's now on the Cardinals. Uh, no? But, yeah, I mean, he can – yeah, DeAndre Hopkins. He can easily go off in any given week, right? Uh, you know, he's got a high ankle sprain injury. Uh, cross my fingers that, you know, he tweaks it stepping off the bus. All right. That's all I can hope Well, for. even with your all that, who do you think wins, you or D-Fran? Um, man. I think I win by like three points. I mean, it's going to be another close game for me. I've won two in a row. Uh, let's see if I can get on a little bit of a hot streak. In the name of the standings, I want Matt DeFrancisco to win to keep you, you know, keep you middle pack. But if I had to bet money, I think you win this game too. So I'm picking you, Vince. All right. Speaking Love of it. standings, um, Brooks versus Derek. I'm going to say this is a pretty important game for these guys. They're both one and two. So one of them is about to become one and three. 
And that feels scary. One and three? Oof. That doesn't feel right. Especially in a six-game <laughs> season. Yeah, you'll, you're you not going to win if you're oh, – Okay, here we go. Here we go. So we got Brooks. Um, last week, I had the privilege of beating Brooks by 45 points. Brooks ended up only scoring 90 Ooh. points last week. Um, he had some underperformers from like people like Kenyon Drake, um, DJ Moore. They just didn't do much. I don't know if you guys remember this guy named AJ Green, but he only got three points last week. Like, I do think Brooks has a great team at times, but it kind of crapped the bed. I, I, I guess I don't even understand Brooks's team. Like two weeks ago, he was amazing. Week one, he sucked. I thought he was garbage after the draft. Brooks, I don't know what you're working with. You're like a mental health disorder. You're all over the place. He's got a strange team. Um, I don't know. What are the only constants? Like Aaron Jones. Um, I think I talked a little bit about Kyler Murray being a potential MVP in the NFL candidate. Um, I mean, he's always going to score points, but he, he doesn't quite put up points or have the same kind of swagger as like a Russell Wilson no. or Patrick Mahomes. I mean, yeah, he's got great weeks, 27, 33, 23. I mean, he puts up points, right? But like, he's not throwing six touchdowns. I just don't yeah. have that kind of confidence in him to, to get him out of a I, hole. I would agree. I look at Brooks's team. I look at, uh, I look, the matchups are okay. The rankings of his players, like nothing really screams besides Aaron Jones and Kyler Murray that you mentioned. I think Brooks's team has a mediocre week. And unfortunately, mediocre weeks in this league just don't cut it, especially with the expanded scoring format, the extra flex player. To be in the 105, you know, 110 range on a weekly basis to even have a shot. I mean, look at some of these matchups. You know, if you're not in the 130s, like pushing 140, you may lose. Right, like it's kind of crazy. We jump over to what did Jared? we do? He's what got Josh Allen, the number two freaking quarterback in fantasy right now. Like, who would have thought? Who would have thought? Josh Allen, you son of a bee. Um, so that's that's Josh Allen's yeah, crushing that's... it. Tenth round. He's also got a little bit of a, a a lead here, right? Obviously, we've got Thursday night going. He's got almost yeah. 28 points between Melvin Gordon and the Jets defense. I love. I mean, I, if I were if I were Derek, I'd be pretty stoked, right? Yep. Getting to the weekend with a 30 point yep. lead. I, uh, I'm going to agree with love that. that. So, I mean, we get a little cheating being able to look ahead, knowing that we see Thursday. But I like his matchups. Um, but very much like Brooks's team, you look at it, and there's not a ton of players that. I mean, some of the names are are wonderful, but nothing that jumps off as like, wow, these guys are going to carry you to success. Besides Christian McCaffrey, who's injured, um, yeah. And so I think his team is actually a lot like Brooks's team. So just based off of matchups. And the fact that we know the Jets' defense scores 14 points. I guess there's still six minutes left in the game. Um, I'm going to slightly put the scale over on Derek. Like, I think Derek ends up winning this game by five-ish, five to ten points. Yeah, I'm buying that. Uh, one question I do have, he's got a couple of Niners playing. Obviously, George Kittle. <laughs> 
or Greg Kittle, as most of us know him, um, or Jeff Wilson Jr. Uh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jeff Wilson, what, did he have a pretty good game last week? Uh, yeah, that's right. He had two touchdowns against me. That sucked. But uh, I don't know if he can re- – I mean, I don't know. What are your thoughts on these two Niners? I'm hoping both of them are healthy. Obviously, hopefully uh, Greg's Wilson, ha- healthy, but I want to get your thoughts there. Up taking it back over and then Mostert, hopefully. But maybe a smart play this week. Uh, Greg, Greg K, uh, man, I would love to watch him just for my own sake, just smash some people and do great things. We, we need him back. He's right? what he's got love five points it. so far this season because of injuries. Let's get George doing things. Go George Gill. I'm super okay. happy that got, he got let, paid. Let, okay. Okay. Uh, right we, we're the giving Derek started, the but yeah. But off to a rough start. His roster, let's play the game where you close your eyes. We are. You move your finger around and you touch the screen. And whoever you're closest to, that's who's going to get injured on his team. Because that's just what happens. I'm, I'm, I'm moving my screen up and down with my mouse. I like this game. Fingers on the screen. All right. I missed players completely. Here we go. Try a second try. Uh, that's the bench. Keep it going. Devin Singletary. Devin Singletary is taking an injury. Mm. I got Cam Akers, which uh, backup running right. back for the Rams. So won't be the end of the world, but would certainly uh, would certainly Sorry be in the theme with all these running backs getting hurt. All right. Uh, I'm calling it super narcissistic of me, but game of the week right here. Potentially could dictate how the booty is handed out this year. Myself versus Dan. The two of us at the top of the league right now. Dan is 3-0, and as you guys have noticed, because he talks about it constantly on social media. Yeah. So Dan's team. Yeah, he likes to remind um, us of that, doesn't he? He's got a freaking good team. Dak Prescott, number four. Calvin Ridley, number one. Although questionable, which would be amazing if he didn't play. It would almost even things out because you're going to find out my team's not playing. Um, And hot dang, that Mason Crosby. What a kicker. What a kicker. So his team, if you're looking at top 20 players, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Then we're counting bench, 9, 10. He's got 10 players on his team in the top 20, top 15 of their positions. Like, his team is freaking stacked. He's got really good matchups except Jimmy Graham, but, like, he's not relying on his tight end to get him this victory. Like, you got to like Dan's team, and that's so flipping frustrating. Way to go, Dan. Yeah, I mean, I don't have much to say about it. Um, I don't know. I don't love Austin Eckler or Jonathan Taylor. I can't see Calvin Ridley sustaining this through the whole season. Um, I think he'd probably be a pretty good person to trade away, if I'm being honest. Um, But, yeah, I mean, I'm not as stoked on on Dan's team. (laughs) Maybe it's just because Dan talks so much shit and he knows nothing about football. Uh, but I, I, don't, I don't like it. I don't uh, like Now it. I'm looking at my team. While I'm looking at my team, I think I'm just moving Raheem Mostert out of the starting lineup. I'll see if I can move him maybe right I next to uh, Derek Henry, who's what? not playing this week, or next to A.J. Brown, who's not playing this week, because they're 
flipping games are postponed. So, Wait, uh, but what's up his, with Raheem Mostert? Why uh, is he not in? Neat question. I thought he was. Yeah, he was getting better, but then he wasn't playing. I thought he was better. Fans like he's probably not going to play. So, I am. Uh, yeah, bad I am. spot. So Jordan Howard Game of the week in a bad spot. Represent. He's just going to crush Seattle. Just kidding. That's not going to work. I'm going to have to do something with the waiver wire. This is bad. <laughs> I'm Time gonna to get rid of Antonio now. Brown? <laughs> I'll probably get rid of Evan Ingram before anything. Um, okay, right. so let's jump into my team. Uh, I have seven players on my team who are ranked in the top eight of their positions. Freaking suck it. I got like five in the top five. Impressive. So, I got some freaking key players. Unfortunately, one of them has a postponed game and the biggest pile of bull crap ever. Um, but I've got some okay matchups. But <laughs> I really think when you look at like Miami, I've got multiple Miami players playing against Seattle. That's not going to go well. Um, I'm going to need. I mean, I'm doing well, but it's when Russell Russell Wilson always does well. I just picked up Rex Burkhead. He went off last week. If he could get even half of that, I would appreciate it. Um, but to be totally honest, I do not think I can beat Dan Apgar this week. You're in a tough spot, man. I mean, the uh, the Patriots running back yeah. committee is Russian roulette. <laughs> like, do you go Rexburg? Do you go Sony Michelle? Do you go... James White, obviously, he's dealing with some family, um, some family thing right now. Um, but I don't know; you can't trust any of them. Throw in uh, their their fullback. You know, they'll give the ball to anybody. And Cam Newton does mm-hmm. a pretty good job of spreading the ball around, so it's tough. And he runs, so it's really, really tough to rely on a. I'm probably convincing yeah. you not to start Rex. Bur- no, uh, well, Rex we got Burkhead, 27 but, uh, points last week. Yeah, it's we'll tough. Um, tough. But position. yeah, Raheem Mostert, if he wasn't injured, like. He's missed a game and a half. Is that right? Or just half a game? Game and a half. And he's the yep, number 16 running back. In the uh, league I think still. it was game and a half. Like, he's amazing. I've got Derrick Henry, who decided not to even play a game, it felt like. And he's the number eight. And I can't start those guys. So I just feel like two of my top players are out. And so, gosh darn it, Dan goes 4-0. and And if this season gets canceled in the next couple of weeks, Dan's getting the booty. This is bad, everybody. You can't have Dan get the booty twice. But, but then again, you guys probably don't want me to get it twice either. So, Definitely not. I think there's no shot they cancel the season. Yeah, Come I'm on. right there with Let's you. be honest. So what happened? No shot. Dan moves to 4-0. and I moved to 2-2. Two and two. Uh, Derek moves to 2-2. Two and two. Brooks is at a scary 1-3. and three. That's bad news. Vince, you're at three and one, which uh, that puts you at a pretty good spot. That probably puts you like second place in the league. Matt DeFrancisco, you are in the one and three spot, which is no good. And you're right there with Jake, who's one and three. Alex moves to two and two. Tommy moves to two and two. Gabe's at two and two. So really, I mean, even if you are at one and three, you're really only one game back from the playoffs still at this point. The league stays close, and Dan begins to pull away. True. Those are my predictions for week four. 
You know, one thing I want to call oh. out is that Dan has played a bunch of cupcakes. His points against is only 307. The worst is Gabe at 278. So I'm not so high on Dan's hot <laughs> 3-0 start, man. Play someone legit. And it's not Matt this week. Oh, mm. I'll, I'll very try to give him somehow. That just gave me a boost of confidence. Thanks, Vince. And while we're looking at while we're looking at points against, um, let's just send our You're condolences to Matthew Francisco, the only team to have had over four hundred points scored against him so far. That is crazy, Matt. You've had over four hundred points scored against Sheesh. you. Gabe has had two hundred and seventy-eight. That doesn't seem fair. Yeah. Matt, yeah, you've taken the official Max role. Max always got a lot of points scored against him. Start busting out Damn. those old caps. Max, we miss you. Damn, Legendary Matt's going right to take there. serious offense to that. <laughs> oh, man. What a great week four preview. We're getting into the the wee hours of this Thursday night football game. Any last um, minute thoughts on this? I'm just kind ahead? of excited to see what problems come next because that seems to be the theme of this year. Like, who's going to suffer for? Who's going to get hurt or sick or injured or abducted by aliens or like drug charges? And they're going to lose a they're going to lose they're going to lose a player for week five. It's oh, gonna hit one of us. To... It's gonna hit one of us. Who's it gonna be? So there's it's something to exciting happen. to think about. Oh my god! This dude just overthrew his. Oh, Ripian <laughs> just overthrew his whiteout. Oh, the Broncos. That was so ugly. I don't know if you're watching this. Oh, he turned him around, overthrew him. What a mess. Right pin. Yeah, they get lots right of good pin. quarterbacks over there. I don't know how to say his name. <sighs> All tall. Yeah, I think tall that and white. Fit what their That's owner the likes. Requirement. Tall white men. All right, man. Great as always chatting with you. I'm looking forward to an awesome week four and really cross my fingers. None of my team gets injured, gets COVID. Kills anybody love it. or does Four it too much drugs it and gets caught win, for it. We'll find out after this podcast. Welcome back to Jake's Kicking Corner. We are back to stay, just like Taco Bell always gives you diarrhea. Or the Derek's going to go 6 and 6 this season. Did you guys see what went down on Thursday night? Two teams that no one cares about. Or 0-3 going into battle. Melvin Gordon sure looked hot out there. That Hansel's so hot right now. He's like the true version of Melvin Gordon that we once knew. And the Denver Broncos are riding him hard. Harder than they've ever ridden him before. Did you see what else was hot? Probably not, because let's face it. Who really wants to see two, see the Jets play? But it was a night of kicking glory. Those two kickers who no one picked up scored 18 points apiece. Coulda, woulda, shoulda right there. If I could put one of those sexy beasts as my flex player, you know I would've. We know that they they do better second than a second running back on the same team. 
which I have. <laughs> Once again, for the record, though, I did not draft two kickers. The game was pretty back and forth, which made it somewhat entertaining to watch. Those kickers were playing head games with each other, exchanging field goals back and forth. McManus, then Ficken. McManus, then Ficken. McManus, then Ficken, then Ficken, then Ficken. It's like a soc- so- it's like a Mexican soccer match going on out there. Field goal. These guys went eight and eight on field goals combined, and that's saying something. Because in college, Sam Ficken missed seven of his first eleven field goals. I don't know how you keep a job after sucking that bad. But hey, we can all relate with that by holding on to players a week or two longer than we should have. Am I right, Matt Dolan? I mean, will Antonio Brown even play this year? The takeaway from all this is that you guys should probably draft two kickers. Or maybe the takeaway is that when both teams are 0-3, you can plan on a lot of kicking. Or just maybe... Just maybe the takeaway from all this is that when you suck at your job, maybe you should think about male modeling. Oh, thought you were going to tell me what a bad Yagoogalizer I am. A what? A Yagoogalizer? One who speaks at funerals? Or did you think I'd be too stupid to know what a Yagoogly was? <laughs>